This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Tesla stunned the auto industry when its market cap hit $1 trillion last year. Some analysts predicted it would hit $2 trillion this year. Instead, Tesla's stock is down 60% and its market cap has dropped to under half a trillion dollars. That's a half a trillion dollar drop just this year. One reason is that Elon Musk has been selling off big chunks of the stock, likely to help pay for his acquisition of Twitter. And so far, he's sold about $23 billion of Tesla stock. Kathy Wood from ARK Investment, who's been one of Tesla's biggest bulls, says investors should take advantage of the drop and buy. But others are alarmed at how much and how fast the stock price has fallen. Who knows which way it's going to go, but one thing's for sure. The company is coming under increasing criticism. And according to data compiled from a group of FSD beta testers, Tesla's driver assistance system has actually gotten worse this year. The data only covers 72,000 of a total 60 million miles driven by FSD beta, but Tesla doesn't post its own results. And based on the data we do have, the overall miles per disengagement rate is down 54% compared to last year. A disengagement is either when the system has to shut itself off or the driver has to take over. And right now, Tesla's FSD system only drives a few miles between disengagements while Waymo and Cruise are reporting tens of thousands of miles between their disengagements. Could Ford be getting back into Formula One? At a media event on Tuesday, Doug Field, who runs the EV operations at Ford called Model E, dropped an interesting comment. He said car companies should be involved in Formula One because you can find really good engineers in the racing community. He also said Ford is working on a top secret project that he couldn't talk about. That doesn't mean it's a racing program, but today Motorsport Magazine in the UK reports that Ford is exploring options of working with the Red Bull Racing Team, which just won this year's Drivers and Constructors Championships. If Ford does get back into F1, it would happen in 2026, when new regulations mandate much more electrification of the powertrain. At Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. We finally got official performance numbers for the all-new Mustangs powertrain lineup. Currently at the top of the heap is the Dark Horse Edition. Its naturally aspirated 5-liter Coyote V8 makes 500 horsepower and 418 pound-feet of torque. The Mustang GT, which also features a 5-liter V8, has 480 horsepower and a similar torque rating. The reason the Dark Horse has more power is because its engine's been upgraded with a uniquely balanced crankshaft, strengthened camshaft, and forged connecting rods, 
which allows for higher cylinder pressure and piston speeds. The new GT for its part is still the most powerful Mustang GT ever and features a segment-first dual intake and throttle body system as well as an active exhaust. The EcoBoost Mustang comes with an all-new 2.3-liter turbocharged four-cylinder engine that makes 315 horsepower and 350 pound-feet of torque. That horsepower figure is only slightly more than the 310 that the previous EcoBoost Mustang made, and it's also expected to raise fuel economy slightly from 32 MPG highway and 25 combined up to 34 highway and 26 combined. It's important to note that all these performance figures were achieved with premium fuel in the tank. The all-new Mustang goes on sale in the U.S. in the summer of 2023. Toyota showed off a couple of concepts in Thailand, and one of them is a battery electric version of the Hilux pickup truck. And while there's no info to provide about this truck, which is called the Hilux Revo BEV concept, it does just look like the current version of the Hilux with most of its grille closed off. The other vehicle is the IMV Zero concept. IMV stands for International Multi-Purpose Vehicle. Toyota says it will be truly affordable and innovative, and it sounds like it will come with a number of powertrain options. A version of this vehicle is supposed to launch over a year from now. And Toyota dominates Thailand with a roughly 33% market share, and the region, which is where the Hilux is made, ranks only behind China, Japan, and the U.S. in total production for the company. Ford and Chinese battery company CATL could build a battery plant in Michigan or Virginia. Bloomberg reports that Ford would own the plant and all the equipment so it could qualify for tax credits under the Inflation Reduction Act. But CATL would run the plant and own the technology to make the battery cells. And by teaming up with Ford, CATL could probably avoid political tensions between the U.S. and China. The plant would make LFP, or lithium iron phosphate, batteries for Ford, which could help lower the manufacturing cost of its EVs. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. EV startup Lucid Motors is recruiting people in China. It posted a job listing on its LinkedIn account with 14 openings, including digital information, hardware engineering, supply chain, and logistics. Lucid is burning through cash and desperately needs to boost sales. So it looks like it's turning to China to get the talent and sales volume that it needs. Polestar is making driver monitoring a standard feature on its Polestar 3 crossover. It uses cameras and software to track the driver's head, eye, and eyelid movements, and if it detects the driver is drowsy or distracted, it triggers audio and visual warnings, and if those are ignored, it can even bring the vehicle to a stop. 
The technology was developed by a company called SmartEye, whose driver monitoring software is already in more than one million vehicles. Polestar will demonstrate the system at CES next month. Toyota is partnering with a company called Encore to test V2G, or vehicle-to-grid charging. If you haven't heard of this before, the technology allows an EV to send energy back to the grid from its battery. Initially, the two companies will test V2G at Encore's Research and Testing Microgrid near Dallas, Texas. The site includes a V2G charger, solar panels, and battery storage for testing and evaluation. Then next year, the project will expand to include testing at homes and businesses. The National Resources Defense Council released a study recently that said the 14 million EVs expected to be on California's roads by 2035 would be able to power all the homes in the state for three days using vehicle-to-grid technology. Speaking of Toyota, is it crazy or can hybrids save the internal combustion engine? We'll dive into that today on AutoLine After Hours when Jordan Choby, the vice president of powertrain control at Toyota North America, will be on the show. So will Tom Murphy from AutoWeek, so join John and Gary when they go live right here at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. And that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for tuning in. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.